friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 487 of Maestro on the Mic. In today's episode, I am telling you all about why I got rid of discovery calls. If you've been following along, listening along in order, you may be like, yo, but Maestro, like two episodes, you just talked about your services and one of those was discovery calls. You're right. Things have changed and they change quickly. Why? You're just going to have to tune into the full episode to find out. All this and more, but first... Hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion. And discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestroized. Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. It literally is my favorite podcast. I love recording this thing. Thank you for listening to this thing. Let's hop right on in. Today we're talking about why I stopped offering discovery calls. I am very passionate about this. If you're watching, you can see. If you're listening, you can hear. This episode will drop on Monday, June 26th, and this is a little bit of a tangent, uh, but it'll drop on Monday 26th, and I hope you're having a great June. June is almost over, so I'm just hoping you had a great June. I haven't talked about the weather much. It's been the same. It's June gloom. It's to be expected. People are a little upset about it, but guess what? It's supposed to be like this. People are just upset because it's been like this since like last October, which is not normal, standard, typical for SoCal. So, you know, people are upset, but I don't mind it. It's predictable weather. It's gonna be the same every day. It's really good for volleyball. It hasn't been very windy, so I ain't got no complaints. But what I do have a complaint about is discovery calls. So... I got rid of them. If you have been following along, listening along to the podcast, Juan, thank you. Um, but if you're going in order, episode 484, which wasn't that long ago, which is about, a, I dropped that episode about a week and a half ago, if you're listening to this the day that this one drops, that was how to choose a business coach. And in that, I listed out my services, and one of them was a discovery call. Things have changed. It's been a week and a half, and things have changed. Basically, things were... I was getting salty about things. And within that week and a half, I was like, the salt has just accumulated. I'm done with these. So I changed it. I'm going to talk about why, what I've implemented. And I will give you an update at some point as to how it's going. So in general, I think the discovery calls are a phenomenal way to get a feel for someone and see if they'd be a good fit as a client. I have run them for years. And I think that majority of people should start off with offering them. I think it just really gives you a great way to be in the trenches, hear from people. It's great market research. And something that I, I kind of want to put out there is that when you're taking advice from someone, always ask them what they would do if they were in your exact position. Because what I'm doing right now is, you know, eight plus years into this business is not the same as what I did. It's not the same as what I would do if I was just starting the business. So this is where I'm at now. This is why I changed things. Um, but again, I think that discovery calls are a great starting point for things. I've used them for years. Um, you get exposure, you get reps, you get familiarity with the questions that people are going to ask. You start hearing the same things over and over again and the concerns, same concerns over and over again, which is exactly why I switch what I'm doing. The questions that I'm receiving, the concerns that I'm hearing, 
they do not require a face-to-face response. They do not require my time. They do not require a spot on my schedule. So I changed it. Real talk, I am happy to be the hype maestro. I know that I have assumed that role, and actually it just comes naturally to me, Um, but I've assumed that role in the online space and in the business, and people just send me things to celebrate, and I'm like, dope, I want to hear this. I want to celebrate you. I want to hear your joy. I want to share in your joy. I'm going to share my joy, but I'm not here to do that on an unpaid one-to-one call. I'm just going to say it. I'm completely honest about it. Yeah, doing the DMs. Yeah, I do it on a post. Someone tags me, things like that, but I'm starting to get, or I was starting to get for the past few months, discovery calls where people were setting up this call and it was some iteration of, I'm nervous, do you think this is a good idea? And so then it was, you know, me, the hype master being like, yeah, I think you should do it. Give it a try. I don't fucking know if it's going to work. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. The only thing that's going to tell us is time. And I don't want to be using my time that way. That is actually something that if you were going to be one-to-one, that requires a call. That's not fair to the other other clients that I have that I do that for them with Voxer, with our one-on-ones, and they're paying for it. So I got rid of it. I, I got rid of the discovery call. The second part with why I got rid of the discovery call, kind of the second question that I get asked a lot is – or the, surrounding the second question I get asked a lot is that I don't have a ton of different one-on-one offers, not a ton of different ways to work with me, and that's strategic, right? Realistically, the first step that everyone's going to take is going to be that maestro meeting. So I don't, I don't really, there doesn't need to be a one-on-one call to discuss it. It's either you want to do that or you don't. The other thing that I offer is the intensive, but that's a group program, totally different. If someone's wondering if there'd be a good fit for it, that also doesn't need to be a one-on-one call. That could be answered very easily in an email and also, like, I, I, again, I, just, I don't need to be spending the time for that. And if someone's wondering, should I do a maestro meeting or do an intensive call? Or excuse me, should I do a one-on-one meeting, a maestro meeting? Or should I go join the intensive? That's something else, again, or another thing, again, that can be answered with an email. And honestly, a templated, templated, templated? I don't know where the emphasis goes there on that, what's syllable, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, that can be responded to very, very easily. Um, the other program I run, Legacy, that's application only. So people got to apply for that later. And we're not even doing that. We're not even, applications aren't even open yet. Um, I will plug that other episode, was episode 484. Thank you, Courtney. That has all of the offers that I have. And I kind of explain them a little bit in that, in that episode. So if you're wondering, you can check that episode out. Um, but suffice to say that two questions I was receiving with these discovery calls. One, I'm scared. Is it going to be okay? Should I do it? Yes, try it. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm here to cheer you on, but I, I can't give you certainty with this. And the second one, I don't have a ton of one-on-one different, alpha, different ways to work with me, so we don't need to have long conversations about this. That can be answered via, via email. Yes, if it's a question, a problem, an issue that regards online business, I can help you. This is literally what I do for a living. Yes, I know that I can help you. And if there's ever someone that emails and I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that, I can just refer out which is what I would do anyway on the discovery call. Um, and I'm comfortable with that. I've gone through enough reps to be like, yes, I can handle this. I can see what this person is saying and I can refer out appropriately. So what have I replaced it with? A simple intake form, right? We're calling it a custom inquiry. Um, Lex had suggested this because I complained to her maybe a week ago and I was like, I, don't, I just, I'm not, I'm not loving these discovery calls. I'm not loving having them on the schedule. And Lex had suggested it then and I was just like, I don't know. And I had to sit with it. And I am a big fan of the mantra, wait until you hate it. Because as soon as you hate it, you're like, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to do something differently. And literally, I changed it in a few hours. I was just like, I don't want to do it. I'm done with these. So I think I had like three in one day. And I was just like, yeah, I'm grateful to have them. But they're not converting into one-on-one clients, which is, like isn't the end of the world. But at the same time, like 
this is time I could be playing volleyball. It's not even like, oh, I could be making tons of money. Like, I could be outside. These things add up. Uh, and I was just like, I don't want to be doing this. Honestly, I want to help people, but not in this capacity. So uh, I made the changes in literally a few hours, and now it is a custom intake form. And just kind of as a, a tangent here, just to get ahead of any thoughts that people may be having, yes, I was incredibly clear on the original discovery call form, right, on the page where the, they could sign register for one, that said these calls are just designed to see if we'd be a good fit and discuss next, next steps. These aren't for solving your problems. These aren't for going depth things. It's just, hey, what's going on? Cool. Would we, would we be a good fit to work together? Yes. Okay, here's the next steps. I was seeing this kind of go off the rails a little bit because folks came in really well-intentioned being like, okay, I'm going to ask Maestro if this is a good idea. And if it is a good idea, then I'm going to, we're going to work together. But for many people, growing something in the online space means showing up in the online space. And you don't necessarily need coaching for that, right? You just need to go and post. And if the people are like, actually, I think I can do that on my own, then I'm like, yeah, don't pay me. I don't want to work with you right now. Like pay me when you have another problem. And so we see the issue there of like, I'm basically coaching them for free, which is not fair to the other clients that I have who pay me. So well-intentioned by people, but not working out the way that I wanted to, to work out. So I changed it. One of the best ways to get people to do what you want them to do, and I say that in the least like grimy way possible, is to not give them any other options. It's like, this is the only thing you can do. So now the only option people have is to submit a question and then I can respond on my own time or, you know, if Lex is, because Lex takes care of things as well. I'm going to give you like, there's no secrets here in this business. It's not like I have 75 people working for me. If you're hearing back, it's either me or Lex. And oftentimes if it's Lex, it's that it's come from me and she's doing kind of like carrying it out. So this is what my business looks like. This is how I run it. It's very, very, very lean. So the structure of the custom inquiry page, you can go look at it. I actually left the URL or the slug, like the last part of the the URL, the same. So this way, no links anywhere else were broken. Um, so if you were to listen to the last week's episode, whatever, for episode 484 and click the link in the show notes, it'll t still take you to the same page. Um, it still says discovery page like in the slug and that's fine. I'm, I'm probably going to leave it like that just so I don't have to go and worry about other things that are broken. But anyway, the structure of this new page is that there's lots of copy at the top of the page and I'm looking to get ahead of the common objections, common questions that people have, right? I'm looking to answer the common questions that people have. Two common questions, as I said earlier in the episode, I'm scared, is this a good idea? And there you see, there's a paragraph that, I don't know, I don't know if it's a good idea, try it. That's the only way you're gonna find out, I'm in your corner, go do the thing. Second question I wanna get ahead of is, I have X problem related to online business, can you help me? Yes, I can. And the best next step forward is going to be a maestro meeting. Everyone that I work with, whether it is we just do one-off calls, a bunch of maestro meetings, or if we go into more monthly coaching with a monthly ma the, ma the maestro mentorship, it still starts with a maestro meeting. So I'm pushing everyone into that because that's the starting point. And I'm certain that that is the best starting point. So I have copy at the beginning of that page to tell people, this is, this is it. This is the answer. This is what you should do. And then there's a next spot that says, hey, you still got more questions and submit your custom inquiry form and someone from Team Maestro will get back to you, whether that's going to be me or Lex. I didn't put a, a timeline on either because I'll get back when I get back. Right? I, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll get it back to you in seven seconds. Like, it's too much. Because real talk, folks, I'm going to be fully transparent in this episode, right? I'm always fully transparent, but I'm giving it to you straight here, right? The people who get the best results 
that I've worked with, they just sign up for stuff. It hasn't been some long discovery calls and all of this, you know, all this other stuff. It's just like they want the thing, they do the thing, they put in the work, they get the thing. It's as simple as that. So I am not going to put all these parameters or like, I'll get back on you five seconds within working hours. No, I'll get back when I get back. Thank you for submitting it. Do the thing, honestly. So the responses for this, they will be email-based and they can largely be templated because 99% of the people who come through that I can actually help, they need to go to a maestro meeting. So it doesn't need to be this like, you know, super uh, personalized email. It just doesn't have to be. I also put, I'm thinking back now to the page. I also put in the page, basically, if people are concerned about us being a good fit, I actually link them to the 400 plus, 450 plus podcast episodes and the 4,500 plus Instagram posts. And I'm just like, hey, go look at this. I promise you I'm the exact same face-to-face and, you know, in person. We don't have in-person sessions, but I am the same. I am the exact same person no matter what. And when you're ready, cool, I'd love to work with you. And with these responses, I, I also love referring out. So based on what the person writes, you know, a few questions on there, and based on what the person writes, if, they, if they're not a good fit, I can just refer it out and be like, hey, check out this other person, which is what I would do on a discovery call anyway, and now I can save a lot of time. Part of the reason I was hesitant to implement the inquiry form is because I hate email. I absolutely hate it, but I learned that I hate spending all this time on these calls and they, they kind of run over and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. So we're just going to go all into email, have some templated responses. Lex can help out with that and I'm going to get a lot of time back and not be salty about things and I am happy about that. I will say that if someone was to sign up and just take action and sign up for, for a maestro meeting and I was to be like, wow, I can't help this person. I would just refund them. I have zero problem with that. People pay before they show up. That's the way it works. I will just refund them. I literally have no problem with that. I have also never had to do that. I've done hundreds of maestro calls. I've never, maestro meetings rather. I have no problem refunding someone if it wasn't a good fit. But those people that just sign up and there's no discovery call for me to kind of vet them, they're action takers, which means I know I can help them. I know there's something that they're bringing to the table and they know that there's something bringing to the table that I can help them with. And it's been the case every single time. So I realize, you know, as I was outlining this episode that it may feel kind of like a champagne problem as I know there's, there's folks out there, depending on where you're at in your business, some folks are in the early stages and they're just trying to get people to even sign up for discovery calls. Other people are maybe dealing with the issue of people not showing up for discovery calls. I get it. But a champagne problem is still a problem, and I am 100% the person that wants to solve problems and will solve problems, very action-oriented, solution-oriented, and so I solve my problem. If you are having a volume problem, meaning people aren't signing up for discovery calls, solutions, more content, more specific niche, niche, however you want to say it, give it more time and more specific discussions about the fact that you even offer discovery calls. The next time you have one, if you get one, hop in your stories and be like, yo, I just had a discovery call, it was bombed, let people know you even have it. Or if you, you, know, you don't have any on the books, go in your stories right now, go to wherever your audience is and tell people that you have this thing where they can sign up to you know, have a, a chat with you, see if you could be a good fit, whatever you use your discovery calls for. Ideally, discovery calls are just to see if you'd be a good fit and to present next, next steps. But whatever it is, talk about it. If having people show up is the problem, I have seen this. I think I can, I, not I think, I can count on one hand. I think it's happened twice where there was a no-show for a discovery call. I've had lots of them. Um, 
what I would suggest is putting a price on it. And if they want a discovery call, they have to put a price. It can be refundable. It can go towards whatever you sign up for, whatever. But put people, get, make, make sure they get some skin in the game and then they'll, they'll show up, right? So I will keep you all posted as to how it goes. Um, they actually, we actually got one inquiry as I was setting it up. I, I have a WordPress website. And so like I had to do some gravity form stuff and some integration stuff and just testing and it worked out. It's all good. Um, but I got an inquiry as it was setting up, and I was like, oh, is this spam? No, it was actually an actual inquiry, so I'll let you know. That person has yet to book. I, the, the, so I actually had Lex write them back. I made the template response. Um, Lex wrote them back, and I, that person has yet to book, and I'm fine with that. I'm not here to chase people. I'm not here to convince people. I said it earlier. The people who have always gotten the best results who I work with, they don't come from discovery calls. If there's anything wrong, if you, if you listen to this, you're like, but I did a discovery call. That's cool. Um, I, like that's not a dig on you, but if I look at the people that have done the best, like they just do the thing. They sign up. They do the thing. They take action, and we move on. So, you know, I think I can think of one case right now that I, something that I'm working with, but it made sense because he didn't do a maestro meeting first. We went right into monthly coaching, which is very, very, very rare. But I know him, so it made sense. Um, in general, people just sign up. Right. So I'm not here to convince people. I'm not like, oh, where's that guy? Why didn't you sign up for things? Right. I say this all the time. Right? This is what I want. If you're starting a business, I want you to have other forms of income so that you're not like, I need this thing to work. If it doesn't work, I'm like chasing people and I'm dead and, I, and I'm, so, I'm so thirsty. Right? We, don't, we don't want that. Be hungry. We don't want you to be thirsty though. Right? So if you're going to switch to something like this, yes, you got to be okay with kind of a feeling of less control over the situation. Right? Even though the control is just, that's, it's, it's, it's fake. Um, but this feeling that you may have because you may feel like, oh, I got less control of the situation because I'm not on the phone with them. I can't directly sell them. I, I don't need this call to directly sell them. Like I sell a $7,500 product with Jill and we have no discovery calls and no sales calls. Right? If people really need some, we'll do it. But like that's not part of our standard approach to selling it. So I'm confident in how this will go. Um, and again, it's because where I'm at in business and how many of these I've done and how many clients I've gone through and uh, you know where I'm at in the space. So again, it's not something I would do when if I'm first starting out. Though it's not wrong to try if you're first starting out, but there's so much value in getting all the reps and hearing all the questions and being like, yeah, I can answer these things and I can get people the outcome and I know what the I know what the solution is that they need and I can direct them that way and I don't need this like face to face interaction, right? So I do believe or I'm certain it's going to give me more time. Um, I can still send out like the link to a discovery call if I'm like, actually, I want to talk to this person. I can still do that. I probably won't, but I can still do that. Um, I'm not salty about it, and I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited to see what happens. So I'll keep you all posted. We'll do a little you know follow-up episode about this. But uh, before I end this episode, I want to read a review. We're at like 249 or 39. We're at a nine at the end. And uh, y'all are amazing. Who wants to who wants to tap it over, roll it over? But I'm gonna read one of the actual ones from Apple, and I'm gonna read it from it's from Micah. You know, I've been talking a lot about Micah, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me read this review. First review that I'm gonna read. Micah said, "Dr. Shante brings the good, hard, and easy truths to the table. I love listening to this podcast when I am wanting a pick me up or some inspiration. Their voice immediately brings me into another, more positive state of being." Being, Micah, you shit, you the best. I love these reviews, folks. I, I've been saying in the episodes, yes, if you want to leave one, I would love it. I don't know if it helps the podcast get found, but like podcasting can be a very unidirectional thing. You're just talking into this camera, or if you don't have video, you're just talking to the screen, and it can be lonely. 
this is awesome when I get to hear directly from you and read this and I love the shares. I love this. You know, you can communicate with me and connect with me on Instagram. You text me. What is What's the number? 310-737-2345. I love it. I love it. All of it. The support. So thank you. I think I'm going to start reading these. I saw it on uh, John and Alex's podcast and I was like, I'm going to do that too because I like it and I want to shout y'all out. So Thank you for that. Thank you for listening to this episode. I will keep y'all posted on what happens with the custom inquiry forms and how that goes. And that's all I got for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one. Until next time, friends. Maestro.